You know that feeling where you're busy all day, every day, but the tasks really don't feel fulfilling? You're ticking the boxes, the laundry's done, the house is fairly tidy, you're mostly caught up on all your should-dos. But you want to get to the end of the day feeling accomplished, as opposed to just numb with tasks. You know that you're made for more, but you aren't quite sure what more looks like. Whether it feels like you're missing passion, purpose, or joy, I see you, my friend. Let's talk about it. Let's discover in this pod episode what your next version is. Because the one that you're currently living, yeah, it's fine. But we're looking for a little bit more than fine out of this life. Come on, friend. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Happy bonus Monday episode. I hope you're having a beautiful start to your work week, your week, whatever you got going on, maybe your vacation week. I know a lot of people are in back to school mode. I know some of my clients have been working from home this summer and now we're back to the office. Whatever this week looks like for you, I hope a little bit of magic comes out of it. Okay, let's talk five actions to switch from that endless to-do where you're just going, going, going. You're ticking boxes. You're getting stuff done. You are doing it right by society's standards. Of course, I have right in little air quotes there. But let's switch from that endless go, go, go to more joy, progress, and fulfillment. And you know what this is? This is your 20%. This is where we effectively use needle-moving tasks, where we use simple systems, which sound really boring, but they're super effective, And these simple systems make it so that you can create space for joy. You can build in time to do your passions, your purpose, the projects, the hobbies that light you up. Get back to living instead of just doing. So number one on these actions is getting crystal clear on what you value. Think, is it it health, quality time with loved ones? travel. Take some time to really decide what you do value. Because when we're out of line with our values, there's no way in heck we're working towards a life that feels good. When we're on autopilot, we're often living in line with other people's values. Say we are living in line with our company values. Our company values is to create their dream reality, to achieve their business goals. It has nothing to do with your goals. Living in line with your parents' values because you think it'll make them happy. Once again, you're going to then build your parents' dream life instead of yours. And we don't need to add a bunch of drama around the dream life. Your dream life might be, hey, three nights a week, 
I do something that I actually enjoy. I go to a paint class. I go to a sport. I go to indoor volleyball. I get to see my nieces, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe your dream life is building a multi-million dollar business. Hey, high performer, you know I'm not going to be the one to stop you. But just getting clear, like, what do I value? What do I want out of this life? The second action that we need to take in order to build a life that feels good instead of five is name your top five goals. The things that really matter to you. Is it improving your nutrition? Is it saving for a mortgage? Is it pursuing a hobby that brings you joy? Once again, if we don't have clear goals about where we want to go in our life, we're very unlikely to end up there. So think of your goals as the destination on your Google Maps. If you don't put a destination in, Google Maps isn't going to give you anything. It's not going to point you in the right direction. So same with your mindset, with your thoughts. If you don't give yourself somewhere to go, you're just going to end up in la-la land or not go anywhere. You're going to remain stagnant. I'm going to tell you a little story here. This was way back before I knew that I was going to get into coaching. I knew that I wanted something more. I always knew that I wanted to be a business owner But my hiccup was I had no idea what kind of business I wanted. I wasn't sure if I wanted a product or a service. So I began to get curious and I got curious by looking at my values and my goals. As far as my values, I enjoy being kind and generous and genuine. I like being present and authentic. I like engaging with humans. I love being with humans. As far as my goals... I knew I wanted to create a flexible life for myself. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to give freely to the people that I love. I wanted to be able to make an impact in this world. I knew I had more to give. There was something inside of me going, no, this isn't it. And where I was at the time in my life, everything was fine. It was fine, you know. I, I had a, I had just bought in my home. I had, so I had a beautiful roof over my head that I was very proud of that I owned by myself. I had a job that my bosses were incredible to me. I was treated well. I worked four days a week, 10 hour days. So I felt like I had lots of time. I had enough money to do some little bit of traveling, you know, like nothing was wrong, but I knew I just, the job that I was doing wasn't enough. I was made for more in this world. And because I had no idea what more was, I started to discover it by looking at what I valued and looking at what my top goals were. Next thing, if we want to make more space tomorrow, we've got to put great systems in place today. So it's shifting that mindset from what can I squeeze into today as to What can I do today that will create more time tomorrow? So an example of this is automation, elimination, and delegation. Automation. Automate every single one of your bills. When your paycheck comes in, everything should auto-distribute without you having to touch a thing. 
X amount should go into savings. X amount should go into emergency fund. X amount should go into investment. X amount should go into your mortgage pot, whatever your goals are. That way, the only money left in your checking account is your fun money, is your flexible money. It's going to help you stay on track with financial goals as well as just not have you obsess every day over what you need to do with your money. Okay, another way to automate. You know the groceries that you and your family use every week or every month? Get that auto-delivered. Why are you spending time picking up things you know that you'll use? Things like toilet paper, things like the base foods that you guys always eat. Just get those auto-delivered. Another thing you can do is get gifts auto-delivered. Get flowers auto-delivered. Did you know you can set up flower delivery for once every um, once a day every year? So like say on your mom's birthday, your sister's birthday, your partner's birthday. Those can be auto-done. Why are you wasting time? Use technology to your advantage. There's a lot of areas in our life that we don't want technology in. But there's some parts where it's like, like, this is just saving time. This is just making our life easy. These are the kinds of things that are going to add up. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have chunks of your day where you have time. Another great way to create more time tomorrow is elimination. So think of eliminating emails, checking them 74 times a day. That's what the average person, that's how often the average person checks their email. Oh my God, what a waste of time. Check your email once in the morning, once in the afternoon. If you're really scared that people are going to be upset that you don't get back to them, have an auto email sent out every time you receive an email. Hello, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I look forward to getting back to you or serving you either at 9 a.m. or 3 p.m. I only check my emails twice a day. This is going to avoid you from jumping from task to task to task. You're going to get more done in less time with higher quality. It's going to be a shift. There's going to be lots of excuses and rationale that comes up of why you can't do it. So decide, do you want to keep up with all of those excuses and rationales? Or do you just want some more time back in your day? Which is more important? Another thing to eliminate is the social media doom scrolling. Of course, this one's really hard. Something I would suggest here is the Well Spent app. It's completely free. I have no affiliation to it. It gives you an alert every 10 minutes saying, hey, do you still want to be spending your time this way? You can also set limits on how much you want to spend on each app. Another great little hack for staying off of your phone, say you get distracted in the evenings. You know that's when you kind of suck into your doom scroll. At 5 p.m. every night, get your screen to auto-turn to black and white. The brain does not enjoy it near as much. It doesn't get the same dopamine hit when it's black and white. It'll be easier for you to get off of that phone. Another great rule that I love that I learned from Dr. Matt Walker. He's the world's leading sleep expert right now. He's fabulous. If you're someone that has a bad habit of bringing your phone into the bedroom and you're working to get away from that, here's a good one. 
If you need, air quotes, need to bring your phone into your bedroom, only allow yourself to use your phone while you're standing up. That scroll, that online shopping is all of a sudden going to get so much less interesting because all you want to do is plunk your butt on the bed. And as soon as your butt hits the bed, that phone goes down. So it's creating these simple systems today to create more time tomorrow. All of a sudden, you're gaining back that hour, two hours of doom scrolling. You're gaining back hours of your workday because you are working on the task at hand instead of doing task switch cost. We like to call this multitasking. We like to believe we're really good at it. And we're not as a human race, as people that have brains that work very similar as their function. We are not good at multitasking. And I promise you're not the exception. Okay, number four. Here is something that we can do to create more joy, progress, and fulfillment in life. It's going to shock you. It's building in time for joy. If we don't make this space for joy in our life, my friend, it's not going to be there. And I know what's helpful for me because I am someone who easily slips into autopilot. Go, go, go. Do, do, do. Perform. I'm a high performer. I like to do things. I get satisfaction and enjoyment out of completing things. But it's also easy to go too far with that. So something that I've implemented into my life that I found extremely helpful is color blocking my calendar. So everything to do with joy is purple. Now, personally, I like to use a handwritten day planner. That's just my jam. That's how my brain works. So I highlight my moments of joy in purple. When I make my schedule on Sunday, I make sure that I feel like I've got an adequate amount of purple on my calendar. Of course, you can do this online too, on your Google calendars, whatever it looks like. That way I see, hey, this is the time I have for joy this week. Another way to do this is make set days or evenings or whatever it is during the week to say, hey, Wednesdays at lunch, my partner and I, we go and meet for lunch. So we have a day date. So we aren't always just getting the tired shell of a human at the end of the day. We're in the middle of the day. We're feeling energized. We maybe both feel nice because we're dressed for work and we go enjoy our date. Maybe Saturdays are non-negotiable adventure days. You don't have to do chores on Saturday. You don't have to get groceries on Saturday. You make those adventure days. Do you climb mountains with your friends? Do you take your kids down to the river? Whatever it maybe looks like. Another great way to do this is put some skin in the game. Commit to your joy. Sign up for that pole dancing class with your girlfriends and prepay for it. It's going to hold you accountable. When you're sucked into that work project and you're thinking, uh, maybe I don't have time tonight. Be like, no, I already laid down that 20 bucks. I'm going to that class. And that way it's holding you accountable to say, Hey, I want to see my girlfriends. I want to move my body. I, I want, I want joy in my life. So I'm going to create space for it. All right. Now, number five for Finding your passion and purpose. That's what this fifth point is all about. Here's the best way to start. Just jumping back up to what I told you earlier of, I knew I was made for more. 
I had a passion, but I didn't know what the passion was. I knew I had a bigger purpose, but I didn't know what the purpose was. So in that instance, anytime I had an inkling towards something, I had a bit of a hunch that, hey, that sounds kind of cool. I would go experience it in some way. So when it came to building my business, I had an inkling that I wanted to do something online. I started to recognize that I wanted a service-based business. I didn't want products. I didn't want physical things. So I started exploring what my options were in that very broad category. Originally, I landed on virtual assistant. Now, while I could have done virtual assistant very well, it didn't set my soul on fire. I, I could have accomplished it for sure, but it wasn't for me. So I went one further. I kept digging. I kept exploring. I let myself be okay with trying out virtual assistant and then going, oh, well, actually, you know what? That one wasn't for me. And then through this process, I found coaching. I found my purpose. Another great way to do this is if you have a bit of an inkling towards something, speak to someone who's further ahead of you in the direction that you want to go. A great way to do this is go to masterminds or go to events. There is so many great online free events and in-person free events. And just go surround yourself with the people who you think you might want to go in that direction. Whether it's a hobby, a passion, a business, a sport, whatever you're curious about, just go experience it with no expectation and see what comes from it. Now, if you're in the park where you're thinking, no, I have no idea what I want to do. I have no idea what my passion or my purpose is. And I do just want to insert a quick reminder here that your passion and purpose does not need to be a job. It does not need to be being a parent. It can be any slew of things. So if you're not sure what you want, but you know you are made for more, commit to trying one new thing a week until you find something that clicks. Things that are completely out of your comfort zone. Listen to what your colleague might be talking about at work today. Oh, that was an interesting post I read on Instagram. I didn't even know that was a thing. I wonder what that's like. Maybe you go to your best friend and you go, hey, I know you've really been enjoying those pottery classes. Do you mind if I come with you next week? Just get curious. Just be open to opportunity. And really, really listening and being aware of what's around you. Because I promise the universe is dropping hints for you. We just need to recognize them as they get dropped. So let those hints, those clues, those pulls, just let yourself be curious about them. Coming off autopilot is such a gift. Coming back into experiencing day to day is magic. Waking up every day with a passion and a purpose, it doesn't mean every day is going to be perfect, but life is going to be so much better when we live aligned to who we're meant to be. I really want to emphasize this. When I started, everything was fine in my life, but I knew deep down something is missing. And if you have that same feeling, 
That is why I committed myself to building this program. The program's called No Fuss Academy, and it's all about finding your 20%, making space for joy, recognizing where potentially time is being wasted and grabbing it back, coming off autopilot, still achieving our big audacious goals, but realizing that, hey, yeah, you know what? This life, this life can be epic and beautiful, but I have to choose to want to live it. If you're interested in this online course, I wanted to make it super accessible to everyone, so I kept it at the low price of $222. You do the course in 15 minutes or less a day because we're in this course because we have busy lives. We're looking to create space. So I wanted to make sure it was really easy for you to slot into your day. You deserve that epic life, and I know that I can help you build it through No Fuss Academy. If you're interested for more details, go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. You can find more information there. And of course, if you have any questions, come find me on Instagram at stylescoaching, S-T-I-L-E-S, and I'm more than happy to find any questions for you. I love you lots. I hope you're ready to grow, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.